Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, the place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Limitless Life Podcast, or welcome if this is your first time here, as I always say. I'm excited to have you. And before I get started, I just want you guys to know that I have my window open in my office because it's beautiful outside and I love the fresh air. So you may hear some noises like dogs barking or children screaming. It's all part of life. It's how we grow. I am really looking forward to this episode. It's a solo episode. It's just me. You're stuck with just me. I recently spoke at an event last weekend and so... I'm very tuned into energy and stuff around me and it was an amazing event and just being on the stage in front of like 200 people and I have to be honest I've never experienced what happened after that so 200 people is the most people that I've ever spoken in front of at one time um and the talk was really good it was amazing but it was what happened after that blew me away and I had people coming up and asking questions and just being like totally engaged and telling me how much they resonated with the stuff I was saying. So I was talking about how you can actually train or command your subconscious mind to do what you want it to do so that it works with your conscious mind and so that you can actually create the life that you want to create. Having said that, I got into a lot of conversations with people talking about manifestation and the law of attraction because, let's be real, I manifested some stuff last year and it's made people go, how did you do that? So I want to I talk about the law of attraction in this episode. I want to give you three tips on how you can start to actually program your subconscious mind. And I really want to talk about the 12 spiritual laws of the universe because the law of attraction is only one small piece of it. And the key piece that most people are missing is their subconscious mind. They're not recognizing and realizing that your subconscious mind is the key to manifesting. It's the key to the law of attraction. So I'm pretty stoked and excited about getting into this stuff with you guys. I've been getting a lot of good feedback on some of the programs that we've been doing, but chakras and the energy and basically just everything. So like I always say, if I'm talking about something and something's resonating with you or you learned something really awesome, take a screenshot of it, tag me on Instagram so that I can hit you back and so that I can have a conversation with you and engage with you. And it's really important too. like this podcast wouldn't exist without people like you. So if you are so inclined, take a moment, leave me a review on iTunes if you can. If there's anything you ever want to hear about, just let me know because I'm totally open 
to talking about whatever you guys want to know about. I mean, yeah, this podcast is about high performance and becoming the best version of you, but I need to know what you guys want to know too. This isn't just about me talking to you or talking at you or talking to myself. Cool. So let's jump into this because I want to talk about, like I said, three ways to start programming your subconscious mind. And I want to talk about the 12 spiritual laws of the universe so that you have a better understanding of how things work. Because all of the laws of the universe are kind of interconnected. And if you are trying to grow, if you are trying to ascend, if you are trying to find a better sense of well-being, happiness, and success, let me just tell you, when you have a solid sense of these spiritual laws, it helps you see the world in a completely different way. It helps guide you. So the first thing I want you guys to understand is we are who we choose to be. If you are choosing to be the person that has no money, if you are choosing to be the person who keeps drawing in the wrong type of love, you're choosing that. The only limits you have are the ones that you are putting on yourself. I know that sounds crazy, but it's true. So what we're going to do first is look at the 12 spiritual laws of the universe, and then I'm going to give you three ways to start programming your subconscious mind so that you can get it to do what you want. Because at the end of the day, like I said, manifestation is really just a way to program your subconscious mind. It's pretty magical, actually, (laughs) that we have this power inside of us. So if we were to look at the 12 laws of the universe, one of the most important laws is the law of divine oneness. And it's the foundational law of all of the laws. According to this law, everything in our universe is interconnected. So if you think about this, every word you use, every choice you make, every desire you have, every belief you have, also has an impact on the world around you and the people in your life. Which is interesting because if you're working with me, one of the things that I tell you when we start working together is the fastest way to change other people is actually to change yourself. So sometimes this impact might be immediate and it might be very obvious. And then other times it might take a while to manifest or show itself. You may never even realize that it's occurred. So if you start to think of yourself... um, as part of everything around you. Like, so think about your energy is tied to everybody else's energy. And if you're sitting here going, that does not make any friggin' sense at all. Okay. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been, I don't know, in a lineup somewhere to buy something and maybe somebody in the line or maybe the service provider was just in a really shitty, low vibrational mood. And all you did was give them a compliment or say something nice and it automatically shifts their energy and everybody around you, their energy seems to shift for the better. Or maybe you've been in a situation where it's the complete opposite and you get sucked into like a shame spiral or a vortex of negativity because everybody around you is just being so negative. can go both ways. So that is the law of divine oneness. It just, it's foundational and it's, It's the ripple. It's the, what's the saying? Do unto others as you would want done to you or however that is worded. 
But that's what it is. So understand that first and foremost and just watch the magic that starts to happen. Next, we have the law of vibration. So you always hear me talking about like frequencies and raising your vibration and vibrating at level above. So according to the law of vibration, every particle in the universe is in constant movement and it carries constant energy or it's constantly carrying energy is actually how I should word that. So if you think about like planets and stars moving, you're like, oh yeah, that's like energy. I understand that. Okay. Well, this is where a bit of quantum physics comes in. So the particles and the energy like it also applies to like the chair that your ass is sitting on right now or the table that you're sitting at or money or the car you drive around or the shoes you're wearing. Like high energy particles are naturally drawn to other high energy particles. And so the same is true for those particles that have low energy. So if your goal in life is to be more productive and feel more fulfilled and be happier and have a sense of well-being, then what you need to do is heighten your frequency that you're transmitting. So remember on some of my other podcasts, I talked about how humans are actually just like satellites. We're pinging off energy and pulling in energy. Yeah. So if you want to live more productively, feel more fulfilled and happy and full of joy, you need to vibrate at a higher level. One of the simplest ways to start vibrating at a higher level is literally stand up and change your state. Stand up and jump around. Stand up and dance and fling your arms in the air. Another way to really quickly raise your vibration, guys, go hang out in nature. Nature has one of the highest vibrations, the natural, most pure vibrations. Go talk to some trees. Go stand outside. I have some people who are like, but I live in the city and we don't have trees. Just go outside. Feel the sun. Feel the air. Listen for birds. Because I know even cities have birds, so don't even try to tell me. Number three is the law of correspondence. So this is a really important one, too, because it's directly related to the foundational law, the divine oneness law. The idea here is that patterns repeat through the universe. And I know you're sitting there going, what? So for example, if you think about the spiral pattern that shows up on like a number of things in the galaxy, it's telling you to look for patterns in your own life and in your own thinking and notice how they repeat. So say for example, I don't know, you keep attracting the same kind of partner to you and they're not the right partner for you. But energetically, you just keep attracting the same thing into you. Start to recognize that. Look for the patterns in your own life. And remember, the law of oneness, our energy is all attached, right? So if you are attracting in somebody who is not the right person for you, there's something about your energy, something about the stories that you are putting out there that are attracting that type of person. I know it's a little bit mind blowing. Also, like consider the kinds of pattern changes that you might be able to make 
and how those are going to create a change on a larger scale is pretty epic. Then we get to number four, which is the law of attraction, which is the one that everybody knows about because of the secret. I feel like they should make a movie or they already did. I think I have no idea called the missing key to the law of attraction. <laughs> so as you know, the law of attraction tells us that like attracts like. So in order to have the things you desire in life, you have to vibrate on the same frequency. Here's the thing. <laughs> you can train your subconscious mind to help you attract the things that you want. And without being able to train your subconscious mind, the law of attraction is not really going to work for you. The other thing is the law of attraction is not about sitting still and waiting for stuff to fall out of the sky and wiggle on your face. Think about this. The last five letters or last six letters actually of the word attraction are action. You have to take action if you want the law of attraction to work for you. So yes, being more proactive and loving will attract more of that into your life. But you also have to remember if you are stuck in a shame spiral, stuck in negativity, stuck being consumed with being a pessimist and fear, you're going to generate more negative experiences in all areas of your life. It goes with debt too. Wherever you're focused, that's where your energy is going. That's what you're going to attract more of. Your subconscious mind is a goal-getting computer. It will get you whatever you are focused on. So am I saying you need to walk around and be all friggin' I'm happy all the time. I'm a dancing happy idiot every day. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. In fact, you don't even have to worry if you have bad thoughts. If you can stay in a state of higher vibration for like, I don't know, 51% of the time. My dog is playing with his squeaky toy now. If you can stay in a higher energy vibration for like 51% of the time, you are already on your way to attracting amazing things into your life. You do not have to be happy 100% of the time. And that is not realistic. So don't try to do it. Just try to be positive like 51% of the time. You think you can do that for me? I think you can do that. Don't even do it for me. Do it for you. This isn't about me. The law of inspired action number five. So this law is funny because um, <laughs> the people who practice the law of attraction, many of them are always like, man, I wish I would have known about this law. This law about inspired action at an earlier stage. So the law of inspired action and the law of attraction actually go together really closely. They work together. So remember, I just finished saying that the law of attraction requires action. Well, inspired action law tells us that you have to actively pursue your goals. So for all those people out there thinking that visualizing a goal or visualizing an outcome or only cultivating a positive attitude is going to help them work the law of attraction. No. Remember what I just said? You can't just sit around wishing for things and visualizing and not taking action and hoping they fall out of the sky and wiggle in your face. You have to take inspired steps towards all of the things that you want. 
can be a little step. It can be a big step, whatever, but you have to take action. And that's what I'm going to teach you at the end of this. When we go through these laws, I'm going to teach you how to tap into the power of your subconscious mind, how to command your subconscious mind to do what you want it to do. Number six is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. That's a freaking mouthful. It basically states that everything around us is always in flux. You can't always see all of the changes because some of them might be happening on cellular levels. But you have to be aware that everything is always moving. Energy is always moving. And the reason that it's important to be um, aware, I guess, of this law is because it, it can help you see how you can trigger a ripple effect, how you can hopefully trigger positive change. Because remember, high vibrations can trigger low vibrations to change into high vibrations. So a positive emotion will always overpower a negative emotion. So if you are vibrating at a low frequency and you're surrounded by other low frequency vibrating people, go find yourself some high vibrating friends because you need to get away from the low vibrating people or at least limit yourself. Number seven, the law of cause and effect. This is pretty much one of the most straightforward laws of the universe, I think, personally. Um, basically tells us that all of our actions have a corresponding reaction. And you already know this, because when it comes to physical things in the world, like maybe you put your hand on a hot stove, there was a reaction. <laughs> Hopefully you went, ow, that hurt, and you didn't do it again. This law, like in your spiritual life, can impact the world around you. So this is where if you're out there spewing negativity all the time, that's going to bring more negativity into you. Your physical environment can really impact you. It can be for good or it can be for bad. Like, again, look at, have you ever been in situations with people who are low vibrational and you just felt like shit? So you need to ask yourself, and this is especially for all my people out there who are working on opening up their hearts, for all my people out there who have been attracting the wrong type of partners. Ask yourself this question. What types of relationships do you want to have? And what type of relationships are you seeing between the spiritual and the physical? How do you want to change those relationships? Number eight, the law of compensation. According to this law, you're going to receive exactly what you put out there. So it's very similar to the law of attraction, but the focus is that the compensation can come in many different forms. So I don't know, say you win a lot of money and then you might think you're getting a reward but depending on how you've lived your life, the money could actually lead to worse things. The money could actually make your life worse rather than better. Uh, I guess the best way to explain this one is, what's that saying? You reap what you sow or you get what you, I don't know. I think it's you reap what you sow. I forget. Anyway, something to that effect. This law is just basically telling you, you know, be careful how you treat others around you. Be careful how you treat the planet. Because if you're a dick 
to the people around you and you're dick to the planet, that's what you're going to get back. Number nine is the law of relativity. The law of relativity is basically about um, the neutrality of things if you're looking at them in isolation. This law is a little bit more, not confusing, but it's a little, little more harder to explain. So I'm going to figure out a good way to explain this. Um, okay. So like, it almost comes down to judgment. So looking at it and going, no particular person or experience or emotion or action or whatever is considered or classified as good or bad until you look at it in comparison with something else. So you can't have light without having dark. Maybe you're sitting there thinking, oh, I don't have any money. But somebody else looking at you would be like, oh man, they've got a great life. They have a great job, whatever. They're making lots of money. But maybe you don't think you have a lot of money because that's, you had like a wealthy grandmother. So by keeping this law in mind, you're just staying conscious of the fact that there's always multiple perspectives on things. Anything that happens to you, somebody else might see it in a completely different perspective. So it's about trying on these alternate perspectives. It's trying on these alter, blah, 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 alternate uh, possibilities. And by doing this, it can actually make you more grateful and it can show you how you can make improvements on life. So if you're sitting there going, oh, I'm so poor, I have no money. Really? What's the proof of that? And maybe look at it from a different perspective. Number 10, the law of polarity. Uh, when thinking about this law, I guess the most important thing to remember with this one is that absolutely everything has an opposite. And it's the very existence of those opposites that are going to allow you to understand your life better. So can you guys kind of see how like all of these laws tie in together? They're all kind of similar in a way. So if you go through something difficult, it could be that difficult thing that really helps you appreciate all of the good stuff that comes after it. So maybe you're in a really shitty relationship that you thought was good. And then you found out all this horrible stuff about your partner. And yeah, a bad breakup is painful. But you know what? It teaches you what doesn't work for you in a relationship. It helps you figure out what you want in a relationship. It helps you figure out you. So the law of polarity, there's always an opposite. So just keep that in mind. The law of rhythm is number 11. Sometimes this one is actually called the law of perpetual motion. Um, when I was learning about the laws, I learned of it as perpetual motion. Same thing, really. Rhythm, motion. It's focused on movement. <laughs> it really talks about the fact that like all things come in cycles. So you can see this in nature, all of the seasons. You can see when your body ages. It refers to like life stages. It's there to help us reflect on things and help you gain perspective. So just because something might not be good today, nothing is permanent. 
So enjoy what you have while it lasts. Enjoy what you have around you. And if you're in a negative part of a cycle right now, maybe get excited because like it's just a cycle and it's the very thing that's going to prepare you for that prosperous change in your life. It's the very thing that's going to ch- like get you ready for the next cycle of goodness. Unless, of course, you choose to stay stuck in a cycle of negativity. And then the 12th law is the law of gender. I'm not talking about like biological sex gender here. We're talking more about the two major types of energy. So masculine and feminine energy. You can think of them as yin and yang. Basically, we all have a certain amount of both energies inside of us. And I've kind of talked about this on another podcast. And I'm for sure going to do an episode specifically about divine feminine and masculine energy. So just remember, we all contain a certain amount of both energies. Typically, if at our core we are divine feminine, we have a masculine core. And if at our core we are divine masculine, we have a feminine core. But that's a whole nother podcast episode. So just think about the role that each type of energy kind of plays in your life and whether there's an excess or a deficit. So here's a perfect example. I worked in the advertising eight, I'm like messing up my words a lot today, but whatever. So I worked in advertising for many, many years, like 24 years. When I started in that industry, it was very man dominated. So as a woman going into that industry, especially as a young woman going into that industry, I had to put my lady balls on because There was no crying in business. There was no emotions in business. At my core, and this is honestly something I just realized, um, I don't know, probably the beginning of this year, the end of last year, at my core, I am actually divine feminine. But I always identified as more masculine energy. I had to be the alpha. I was the alpha in my relationships. I was the alpha in business. I was like, rawr, but that's not who I actually am. And I don't want to get too much into this stuff, but like you kind of have to try to find a balance between the two types of energy. So feminine energy is always changing and flowing. Money is very feminine. It flows in and out. Masculine energy is very linear. It goes from one point to another. So if you are struggling in different parts of your life or you're having issues with your romantic partner, there's a good chance that your energy balances are off. So just remember, we all contain a certain amount of both of the energies and you have to find a way to kind of find harmony between both types if you want to live authentically and happily. And let me tell you something. When I finally came to terms with the fact that I was divine feminine, holy shit, everything just started to get easier because I started to create from a place of flow. I started to create from a place of uh, authenticity. I started to create from a place of truly stepping into me. So yeah, just think about the role that each type of energy kind of plays in your life and uh, yeah, go from there. So now I really want to talk to you guys about how to start to direct your subconscious mind because remember, 
Subconscious mind is the key to the law of attraction, but all of the 12 universal laws are connected to each other. So when you can learn to direct your subconscious mind, you can actually change your beliefs by learning to direct and command your subconscious mind. And all you have to do is learn how to direct it in a more positive way. Get yourself out of the negative shit show. Get yourself out of the negative vortex. So number one, write this shit down. Grab a pen. This is important. You need to know the outcome that you want. So you have to, and this, like, as I'm telling you guys this, you're going to be like, oh yeah, this does tie into the law of attraction. Oh yeah, it does tie into all those other laws. Yeah, you're welcome. So you need to know the outcome that you want. You have to have a clear vision of what you want. You have to be able to feel it. If you have the thing that you want, what do you hear? What do you see? What do you feel? What do you smell? What do you taste when you have whatever it is that you want? So if it's a relationship with the most loving, amazing person, what is that like? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you feel? Smell? Taste? What do you have? Visualizing with all five of our senses is the bridge. It connects us to the new reality that we're trying to create like it's already happening. Because subconscious mind does not know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. That's why the language of the subconscious mind is emotions and imagination. So as you're visualizing, you are literally starting to make impressions on your subconscious mind about what you want it to believe. Okay? And I know it seems harder than it is, but it's really not. But you have to have a clear vision of what you want. Because remember, subconscious mind needs very clear direction. Number two, you need to trust the process. So people call this faith, people call this trust, whatever it is, it all comes down to having awareness that what you focus on is what you're going to get. So remember those laws we were just talking about, right? The law of polarity, the law of inspired action, the law of correspondence and vibration and divine oneness. What you focus on is what you're going to get. A big part of this trusting the process is letting go of how things are going to happen. If you are focused on how, then you, my friend, are stuck in conscious thinking. And that isn't where you want to be right now. Because if you're stuck in your conscious thinking and you're not allowing your subconscious to do what it needs to do, you're not going to get where you need to go. Or you might, but it's going to be like super hard to get there and you're just going to feel a whole whack of resistance. So trust the process. Just have faith. Let go of the how. Just don't worry about the how. It's not your job. Your subconscious mind will get you whatever you need. Number three, repeat, 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 repeat. Yep. <laughs> this is where affirmations come in. I know a lot of people are like, oh, affirmations are so stupid. It's because you don't understand what an affirmation is. An affirmation is what's also known as an auto-suggestion. So like when we're doing hypnosis and stuff with people, we're giving you auto-suggestions. And an affirmation if you break this down, is you are affirming information to your subconscious mind. They're very powerful. 
All I can think of years ago when I used to watch um, Saturday Night Live, there was a guy, Stuart Smalley. I don't know. Maybe I'm aging myself right now. But if you know who Stuart Smalley is, take a screenshot of this and let me know. But he he basically, his character made fun of affirmations. was like, I love myself. And it was hilarious. But like at the end of the day, affirmations are very powerful. Just remember, you're affirming information for your subconscious. So you have to feel like what you want is already done. You have to feel the gratitude for already having it. This is where the affirmations or the auto-suggestions are so powerful. Use them right before bed and like first thing when you wake up. The reason we say to do this before bed and when you wake up is because the more you do this from a place of relaxation, the better it works. Because conscious mind gets put on hold and subconscious can do what it's supposed to do. So to repeat those three steps, you need to know the outcome of what you want. Like what do you actually want? Not what you think people think you should want or what people tell you that you should want or what people make you feel like you should want. I think I just repeated myself, but whatever. So know the outcome that you want. Number two, trust the process. Would you plant a seed outside and then go dig it up every day and look at it and then plant it again and then dig it up and then plant it again and then dig it up? No. So why do you do that with everything you're trying to create? <laughs> Number three, repeat, 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 repeat. Everything takes practice. Affirmations take practice. Everything takes practice. This is another reason why people think that affirmations don't work because they do them one fucking time and then they're like, oh, that didn't work. The affirmation didn't work for me. Yeah. Um, if you went to the gym one time, do you think you're going to have like ripped muscles, like a six pack set of abs and gigantic biceps? Eh, probably not. So I want you guys to get out there, figure out what you want to create and then start commanding your subconscious mind to help get you what you want to work with you instead of against you. How amazing would that be? And remember, there's not just one law of attraction. There's 12 universal laws. And the gist of it is they all work together. And everybody's energy is like a big ripple. So if you are vibrating at a higher frequency, you're going to attract more high frequency people into your life and things are going to become easier. How do I know this? Because I've done it. Because I practice it every single day, I've become very aware of what I want to create and how to get it by helping myself, by using the power of my subconscious mind. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And like I said, I am going to do an episode on the divine feminine and masculine energy. It is very cool and important. Just remember, when you don't understand the connections between like the spiritual laws and yourself you're always going to encounter obstacles. And I just have to tell you guys, the creepiest thing just fucking happened right now as I was recording this. So I have a, an Amazon Alexa. So I'm talking about the 12 spiritual laws of the universe. And all of a sudden she starts playing freaking the video of Notre Dame burning down. If that is not a sign from the universe that things are changing and shifting, man, I don't know what is. So I'm going to leave that as it is. And I'm going to leave you guys. And like I said, 
take some time, leave me a review. And if you're loving what you're hearing, take a screenshot and tag me in it so I can reach out to you. Until next time, guys, I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Beg me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.